everyone. Welcome back. Bets Burt's Golf 2023 Zurich Classic TPC Louisiana. It is a team event. Joined here as always uh, in the bayou or maybe a little north of the bayou. I, Annie Motter. Annie, how are we doing? Yeah, I don't you? remember what this background was. It, <laughs> it may be Sea Island. It may be Hilton Head. Hmm. It is somewhat, I'm going to claim it's the swamp, whatever. But yeah, we're in Louisiana, Pete Track um, team play. And this wasn't. This hasn't been team play forever. For this is a, a tournament they played for a long time, and it was just regular stroke play. I'm not sure what the thought process was to add the team event. I don't. I don't hate uh, varieties of spice of life. I like the match play, team play. I love obviously Ryder Cup, Presidents Cup, you know, different things like that. One of my favorite events of all time, and I say it every year, is the Skins game. Like mm-hmm. the skins game was just a super fun match play event that they had, you know, around Thanksgiving weekend every year. I wish they would bring that back. Um, that was always fun viewing at home. And you know, the, the team, the team thing adds a little bit of a wrinkle, but at the end of it, it's still just, uh, you know, a track that's been used. We have data for this, uh, you know, this course when it was a stroke play event, we have data on, you know, everybody basically in the field who probably matters and just got to start picking it apart and figuring out uh, how to win the team event. So uh, before we get into all that, any RBC final thoughts? I love, I love that course. I love that event. It was, uh, I love seeing the, the best in the world. Cause you always think of like, what was it like for the last six years, we've had pretty much like bombs win there. We've seen guys like, you know, I was referenced, uh, Tyler Duncan, a guy who's just never really relevant outside of like those types of courses. But then when you get the big dogs on that course, it, it, you know, those guys still kind of fall to the wayside. So um, I don't think that that's going to be in play because I know that there's a bunch of courses that are rotating in terms of what's going to be designated events. So I don't expect that to be uh, a continuation, especially we heard a little bit last week, some guys being, you know, I don't know if it was more so us in the content space or actual golfers, but right on the back of the masters having a designated event is probably not the best way to go about that. Uh, giving those guys a little bit of time off. So uh, especially being that there are a bunch leading into the masters as well. So that one probably falls by the wayside and we get back to the, the, the you know, uh, the T dunks of the world being relevant there. But yeah, I just, I love that course. I love how it plays on TV. That was a great finish with, uh, you know, Canley kind of falling the wayside with Spieth and, and Fitzpatrick. I love the narrative of, growing up vacationing there. And I don't know if you got to watch a lot of it, but it was entertaining. And that's kind of what that course is, is there is some fireworks in the back nine that can go sideways too with Eric T shots and uh, approach shots with all the water in there. So yeah, I thought it was great television. Yeah. Not only, um, not only a good course, great field, but a good closing stretch of holes. Yeah. Which were perfect, not only for the, you know, the uh, finale of regulation golf, but also a nice setup for what we had when the, with the playoff and for a guy who's never, and I'm sure he's played in a playoff at some point in, you know, and uh, I, sh- I was going to say high school. I don't know what the hell they call it. Or a primary school, a uh, uni when he was uh, golfing at uni or whatever. I'm not sure what the Brits say, but I'm sure he's played in a play, but he's Fitzpatrick has never played in a playoff uh, at the highest level or so for the first playoff going against the defending champ and dropping that shot. That was very impressive by the young man. That was a very late night ad mm. for Cal and I on the uh, on our one and done 
It felt so good. Like even just to be in the playoffs. Like, all right, we made oh, up yeah. a bunch of made up a bunch of money this week. So that felt really good. But yeah, let's uh let's dig into this course. I've I've said it's not one of my favorites. And the more I looked at it, I, I kind of felt bad saying that earlier in the week. Because it's it's not a bad course at all. It's a, it's actually a good course. And it is a Pete, another Pete Dye design. So it's a, what do we what do we all say? Thinking man's course. So boom, there it is. Uh, Third par seventy-two. In the past six weeks, we've had. Uh, yeah, if you have any, you know, if you have any like Pete Dye oh, models you've made, or, like, yeah, rankings that you've done for Pete Dye specific stuff, can probably bring it back. Obviously, it's a little weird with the two guys, but yeah, par seventy-two, a little longer, seventy-four hundred yards, Bermuda and the fairways, and it's all Bermuda. But again, we're still kind of in that tweener stage. We're not. It's not summer yet. Technically, it's barely spring. So they are doing the still the overseed with the Poetriv. So it's going to be similar to what we saw a few weeks ago. Same kind of greens, short, rough, only two inches. Uh, that's the biggest thing here as we get into some of the stats that matter eventually. It is not going to matter off the tee. Like there is some advantage to being a long driver, but like I said, two inch rough and fairways that are like 35 yards wide. It is it is going to be really tough to get in trouble off the tee. It is truly you know turning into this positional golf, second shot golf with these smaller greens. They're not tiny, but they're on the small side. Uh, a lot of danger though. I mean, obviously, same thing we said. Pete Dye course, a lot of bunkers, a lot of water, a lot of places to get you in trouble. So it is going to be you know kind of strategy, and I think that's why it's a good choice for this kind of tournament because you have the foursomes and four balls it's uh it's team play like you can have some fun strategies like hey this is a hole you know you talk amongst your teammates this is a hole i can crush so i'm going to go for it you know and then you can have other guy well i will play it safe and try to par this hole if you're gonna if you're gonna go for it when we have water danger in seven of these holes and you know a lot of that comes into play too when you're playing the four balls and you have two shots into the green from from both you know both guys get a shot at the green if you have a you know a safe shot you can have a guy just go for it so there's uh there's some exciting things that come from the team element it's i mean it's the same thing we see when we end up you know, doing these Ryder Cups, which we're going to have later this year, President's Cup. So that part is fun. Some of the strategy around, all right, well, you you absolutely bottled this hole. I have to hit something safe here. Like It does change the dynamic quite a bit, which is why the stats are kind of right up there with you know Ryder Cup and match play stats. It's like, well... You know, would he have ever hit that shot under her normal situation? How right. do we how do we penalize his his you know strokes gained approach based off he had to pin seek there and it went in the you know it went off into the bunker? Like that's not a normal shot he would have taken. So the stats at the end of the day are kind of useless here. But uh, you know, coming in, I think you can probably glean something and and use some of the stats you know, coming in, especially form. Yeah, format-wise, we have 82-man teams. Uh, Andy's kind of talked about here, if you aren't aware, we are um, you know, mixing it up a little bit. It is best ball on first round, and it is alternate shot on uh, round two on Friday. Top 33 teams and ties will make it through the cut, and we go back to the same format. Best ball for round three, alternate shot for the fourth round. And, uh, yeah, the, the 
the variance that comes out of that. I, again, this is a, probably a better TV event because of some of the things that no. you're talking about. Uh, because you do see guys having to be forced into more aggressive shots. Uh, there is the strategy involved here. And when you get to a spot where guys are able to kind of let it loose off the tee. And again, there's some water and there's some you know, difficult shots where guys maybe have to be less than driver or be smart. You just see a little bit of a different aggressiveness. Similar to we talked about in match play too, where you're just like, hey, it doesn't really matter here. I, I can't get, I can't play for a par. I'm not playing for a 72 hole score. I'm not playing to move on to the next hole, take my medicine. Uh, I got to win or lose and, uh, and move forward from there. So it's a little bit of a unique, uh, unique flavor. I like it. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be some absolute zero pressure shots, which are, that's my favorite thing. Your partner, you know, you're playing, you're playing the, uh, the alter, excuse me, you're playing best ball. Your partner has a kick in, like he legitimately has a birdie for, you know, a, a foot, you know, under 12 inches, just absolute tap in. Like, what do you do? You, you have to go for the hole. Like, yeah, at that point, we're like, well, I'm, I'm going to try to hit a shot that goes in for an Eagle from, you know, the fairway at this point. That's basically all I can do. So, and it, it does uh, lend for some unique shots, unique strategy. And then something fun. I, I didn't honestly realize. And I just put on here. Cause I thought it was fun. If they do go to a playoff, which seems tough because, you know, there's just the scoring is going to end up in the 20 under kind of range. Yeah. Like scoring. Well, it's like, hey, you know, what do you guys shoot at your normal course? Oh, would you shoot in that best ball scramble with your buddies? Like those are two different numbers. So there's going to be some very low scores here. So I don't know if uh, a playoff's in the works, but if they do do a playoff, they will play every other hole, foursomes and four ball, that's best good. ball and alternate shot. So that's uh, super unique. Uh, I honestly kind of want to see that just because that's kind of messy. And then real quick. <laughs> refresher four ball each player will play the hole like you're just two guys playing the hole if you shoot a four and your partner shoots a three your score for the hole is a three if you both shoot fives your score is a five so we're going to do the you know do this twice and then the other two days are alternate shots this is where you play the same ball so you hit the tee shot your partner hits the approach shot you hit out of the bunker because he fucked it up. He putts, he misses, then you putt again. And it does not, it does not matter who finishes the hole. You will, if you take the tee shot at one, you will take every odd numbered tee shot. Uh, it doesn't matter if you continually, you know, if you take that last shot that puts the ball in the hole, it doesn't mean it's his turn on the next hole automatically. You will take every other tee shot. So uh not as complicated as Ryder Cup, just those two formats, but we're going to do this every other day. And then obviously, you know, some guys won't make the cut. It's actually a, probably a really good cut rule because there's too many teams. 80 teams is too many. Like, it's a lot it's just, of players. It's, it's too many freaking golfers at this point. Like 60 teams would have probably been fine. I know they want to reward people. It's basically the top 80 golfers that want to play and then they get to pick their partner. Uh, the only rule is that guy has to be, you know, has to have a PGA card. That's why we have a John Daly and David Duvall team in the field. Uh, <laughs> not a lot of people want to play. They want to take a couple of weeks. They want to take a week off after uh, going back to back there at uh, Harbor Town and, and Augusta. So yeah, it's uh, it is an interesting format, and I do think it's going to be, like I said, probably a better watching event than a betting event. But uh, you know, again, Pete Dye. It's not as Pete Dye as some of the other tracks. If that makes sense, it's not uh, like you said. It's a little bit more friendly. And some areas off the tee, which is not necessarily how we know P-Dye courses to be. So 
Um, well, let's start at the top of the board. We have some pretty short numbers with some, uh, you know, solid teams. The defending champs, obviously, and they're coming in in, in terrific form with Patrick Hanley and Xander Shoffley, who uh, were both in the mix last week uh, at Harbortown and then are the defending champs here. So opened right around five at most spots and then got pounded down, which is now really short. We're basically at three. There's some, you know, sub threes out there in the space, and I totally get it. In comparison, they they are, uh, you know, just they won this with the record score, uh, and uh, they are in really good form currently. There's also the Homakawa team with Max Homa and Colin Morikawa, the uh, Kyle Baird squad, uh, the next team that is uh, sub 10. Again, I don't think of Morikawa and Homa as guys. I mean, they're two of my favorites, guys that we yeah. talk about all the time, guys that we bet all the time. I don't think of them as, as guys that I want when the scoring is getting into like the low to mid 20s. Uh, but they also are just terrific golfers and maybe overthinking it. And uh, I probably am. Those are definitely the top two. They're in their own tier. Um, yeah. I have not seen any of your, your bets. I would have been interested in both. They're both really short numbers. Did you fire or have any interest in those top two teams? No, I'd have to like parlay it with something. I get it. I mean, I understand how good everyone's playing. If we say like form absolutely matters, form, of course, history, just the fact that these are almost surely the two best golfers in the field and they're playing with each other. Like, I get it. You're going to be three to one, but there's still 80 teams. It's still golf. There's still a lot of variance. The issue with the variance comment is it's harder to have, like, you essentially can't have a blow-up hole. Because to have a blow-up hole, like, you both have to blow it up at the same time. Like, the odds of both of you absolutely screwing up and taking a triple or worse on the same hole, being top five golfers in the world, just aren't there. So, like, these really good teams, just you know, it's it's almost like, you know, the, the guys who do the top flight at your men's your men's night and they play in the scramble. It's like, well, shit, they're going to, you know, they're going to shoot 16 under here. It's just so hard for both of them to screw up at the same time. So it's very difficult for me to see them not, you know, in the top 10. It feels like that's their floor just because of the format. It's just, it's so, so tricky to absolutely screw this up. So I get it. The price is the price. I'm not betting it. I can't bet it. Maybe if, if you have a, a fun parlay you want this weekend, that's a fun leg to throw in. Then you can be like, when they're six clear this weekend and you've got your three baseball legs home, you can be like, you know, I have I have Cantley and Sander at you know 1,800 or something fun like that. So I wouldn't do that. And then, yeah, just Homa looked a little disengaged last week. I know he likes, he likes Morikawa. He's having fun with this team pairing, and he's a very good golfer, but... I'm not, I'm not so sure. I'm super excited about backing either of those guys right now. I mean, Morikawa's going to have to putt, and we saw what we got out of that last week. That was extremely annoying. I used him in some DFS, and he was hurting me a lot. So I'm I'm off the top two for different reasons. But again, I, I expect both of these teams to be in contention. Yeah, let's take a step back, too, when you look at what really matters here. Like you said, we don't have current data. We have some understanding of just basically the layout of the course it won't matter even though we don't have strokes gain data. And even if we did, it'd be noisy for all the reasons that you pointed out, Andy. But you know, approach is going to matter as always matters and matters a lot here on any die track. The the greens aren't, you said, you know, not as small as Harbortown, but you do want to be in the right spot on them. Um, you got to be able to score. 
in this format because you got to get low. So you need birdie or better. You got to have opportunities, give yourself shots to make those putts. The par fives are where you're going to make your mark as well. So distance I'm leaning on to in terms of, you know, because really the rough's not very penal and the majority of the holes, there's not a lot of, you know, punishment or being a little wayward off the tee. So the distance uh, ties into the par five scoring. And then you got a pretty solid uh, combination of the actual, the par threes and the approaches from over 200 plus yards out. So what longer uh, approach skills, basically any time frame that you mess around with really short term, longer term. I mean, it's really hard to not have Xander and Cantley pop as the top two because they're so good at all of those things. So I ran a model on the site this morning and they are by far and away better than everyone else. So I get why they are priced to where they are. It's, just, it's such a hard number. Like you said, by itself, three or sub three. Uh, again, you're going to feel like uh, a, a dummy by not having it. But I mean, God, it just is not how I like to bet golf. Yeah, it's, it, it's like a lose-lose. You'll feel like an idiot not betting it, but you feel like an idiot. Like, do you want to feel like an idiot now or do you want to feel like an idiot Sunday? Yeah. Like I said, I'm probably going to find a way to parlay them into something. I just hate doing that. Although it has worked in the past. I was able to cash with some ROM at Mexico last year. At, you know, it's prices like yeah. five to one just because, it's, hey, it's John Rahm and a bunch of other guys who play this type of alternate event. So actually, I ho hopefully that Mexico event is a lot better this uh, year. I think people might want to go check out that course. It's a tiger, a tiger design this year down in Mexico. They are not going to go to Mayakoba because the live have infested it with their, their stench, <laughs> apparently. They can't have that. But yeah. Oh, yeah. The top of the board, like you said, kind of avoided a lot of that. Uh, your thoughts on M and Mitchell being priced as they are. Like, what are what are we doing here with uh, Keith Mitchell? Like, I get – I use him in DFS. I don't hate the guy, but – that team didn't strike me as something that should be quite that high. And I, I, I did look at, you know, Ron's cheat sheet. It does make sense, but maybe, maybe I'm just a Keith Mitchell hater at this point. Um, I'm kind of with you there. Like it's just too short. Like, so Mitchell's going to pop in driving distance uh, birdies and opportunities. So he's going to give himself stuff to score. It's not been very good. Actually one of the worst in the fields from, uh, you know, long proximity and really the approach is, waned a little bit once we actually got to florida where we typically like keith mitchell kind of lost a little bit of that form that served him well on the west coast so yeah i don't know like they're just they're, they're too short for me most of these were at the very very top there were some wild discrepancies in prices outside of the top tier when the pricing came out so i it just didn't get too involved in, in anything at, i would say at the top same thing um yeah i think the the kim team is also a little too short as well Tom Kim, I mean, felt like such a good fit for him last week at Harbortown. Couldn't really get it going. Missed the cut there. Siwoo again, like that's also he's Mr. Pete Dye. Maybe that's kind of baked into the price here as well. So them being south of 20 is also not very appealing to me. So um, Yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't get on anything too early, but I did. 20? I did bet, uh, and this is a little higher than uh, right now it's at Chris, you're down at 12. I did take a 14 on Horschel and Burns. Like you are at the point where you do need to take good golfers. Like the format, how this is going to work out, you're going to need to take, you know, we, we can have some fun with some bombs. And I think there's definite case for some bombs here. 
especially in the positional markets. But the fact that you have a fair amount of like probably two good handfuls of really good golfers. I did want a couple guys near the top of the board. I really did look at Kim and M or excuse me, Kim and Kim at 18. I wish it was like 22. I thought about it. I still might pull the trigger because just the course fit, you know, the form sucks and we just haven't seen it from Tom Kim after kind of a hot start, but maybe, you know, maybe playing as a fucking, I might, I'm going to bet it. I'm going to bet the Kim's at 18. (laughs) I don't care if you don't like it. I, I think that's about the best price I was able to find just now, but 18 to one, just like you said, course fit should be perfect for Siwoo. Tom Kim maybe just needs a little settling down. Playing with a partner might help, but I did kind of uh, take a stab at the Horschel Burns one. A lot of it is Burns. I know uh, Horschel's probably a little lower in my stuff than than most, but man, just the opportunity to take Sam Burns. I'm looking at it at one and done as well. Uh, obviously used Sam Burns already this year to great success. I would love the opportunity to double dip. That's the beauty of, you know, most one and done to include this event. You can essentially use another golfer. You know, obviously they have to play here, but you can use them twice. So I'm very tempted to use Sam Burns again. I love the fit. I love the form. I love kind of the, the heat index of the guy. He's playing very well over the last month. And that's a, that's a, about as enticing as uh, the higher, pr- excuse me, the lower prices were. So I took him at, uh, I think 14 was the best price I found just now. I got to look a little bit. Yeah, the Horschel thing is he's been so bad, um, which is which is tough. I, Burns is playing terrific back in Louisiana. He's done well in P. Die tracks. I get the Burns love. I get the Burns love for sure. Uh, just as a matter of can Horschel piece it together and they've had some success here obviously in the past as well so it makes a lot of sense my first is in this area as well i went with the kurt uh kurt kitayama taylor montgomery squad um i like the long irons they both can be they're both long off the tee montgomery's not been great either it's cooled off a little bit but he can roll it still and uh, you know hopefully he gets on the right side of some of those alternate shots um and kenny adam's been playing some decent golf as well so i like them at 28 I think there's still some 24s or so out there on them. So I don't hate that if you're looking to jump back in. I see there's a lot of upside with that team. And again, like they can let it rock off the tee. They both can absolutely bomb it. So that's one of my favorite squads. Kenny, I'm also really strong with his long irons. That served him well at Bay Hill. was part of why he did so well that week too. So I like kind of how he can continue over there. So that's probably my favorite sub 30. I've only made one more play. Um, and it's way further down the board. I have some interest in some teams, so I'm see if there's anything that you can talk me in on, or see if there's anything else that you like. But uh, you're in, uh, you're in on Kim Kim and Horschel Burns, right? Yeah, the Horschel one obviously scares me a little bit, but <laughs> hopefully, maybe maybe Burns. We just get to use you know 13 out of the 18 scores on the one and yeah. from Burns and. Um, it would be awful nice uh, if if Horschel shows up and he'd play, and he plays well here. So, uh, yeah, and the Kim Kim one, like I said, the best price I was able to find there was six eighteen. I think it's uh, eighteen at Chris right now. So I did play that. Said I'd love a little better price, but there's some there's some intriguing teams a little further down. I know some people have some love for Hoagie and English. Both guys have been a little kind of 
inconsistent, I guess. I know English had the injury, but both of them won on tour over the last uh, year, year and a half here. So they're good enough players. I know Benny on and Kim, uh, Perez and Dietrich, uh, the, the Danish, what's the Danish Olsen and Hogard. And then honestly, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. I know it's a big yeah. step down from one Fitzpatrick to the other, but you get a major winner. Like uh, our, who do we have for major winners here? Just uh, Morikawa and him. I'm trying to look. Is there, well, obviously I'm not, I'm not going to count British Opens from 1992. Yes, I know John Daly and David Duvall sure. have won some stuff, but uh, I think that's you get, it. You get a pretty good name with someone else that you know. It's it's like the uh, the skills competition at the NBA. It's like yeah, I get all three. I can't even do this. Giannis and his brothers. I'm so bad at saying that last name. It's like, there we go. So I don't hate some of that, but I did end up with a 40 to one on Joel Dahman and Denny McCartney. Okay. Denny McCartney. McCarthy. Jesus Christ, Andy. Learn to say his name. So uh, another. I don't hate that one at all. That's that's one that's I like in that middle range. And another couple guys where it's like, if the long irons are okay. Because I think that's going to be some of the weakness here. Then I think they'll do all right. But there are a lot of, you know, there are a lot of these shorter par fours. The par fours are kind of split. There's some long ones. There's one that's drivable. But I think I think I have enough in the in the approach in the greens and regulations in the around the green stuff and decent enough off the tee and with distance to get me there at forty to one. So uh, not not in love with some of these further down the board. But I did. I do like Denny. Denny can putt. Denny can like, putt. This is, this is another one where it's like, hey, you know, if the if you guys are playing about the same, but Denny's just draining everything, and we get to use a bunch of his birdies, like they're going to be down there. They're going to be able to get in there. Yeah, I like that one a little bit too. I have an eye on the Hadwin Nick Taylor team just because if you've ever played alternate shot, there's nothing you do more than apologize. Um, having two Canadians just continuing to say sorry to each other over and over again. I think that, that they're just built to do that very well. Um, and, and they're also playing decent golf, so I don't hate that squad at all. So uh, those are a couple that are that are interesting to me. The one that's now in this range that I bet was – I got it at 90, though, which was part of the, one, the reason I bet it. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, it was like 40, 45 on some other books, was Scott Stallings and Trey Mullinex. Um, Mullinex can hit it a mile. He's not been playing particularly well. Scott Stallings played pretty well, surprisingly, at the Masters. We know he can get really hot and gets in form. And, um, you know, Mullinex, southeastern guy, he can play well down here. And this is pretty much where in most of these down southeast events of where he's finished best in his career. So advantage the where he could just rip it off the tee and hopefully Stallings gets white hot. And again, I thought 90 was a bad number. And then markets kind of agree with me based off of where it's moved to. So that's my only other play, but I'm I'm considering a couple there with the Taylor Hadwin. Um, and I do like the Damon and McCarthy team too, because you just gotta make putts. Like you're gonna have to score down here. So if you know they can get on the right side of it, and Damon maybe gets hot with the long irons and Denny can drain some putts, they're gonna be in the mix here. So those are some of the ones that I've uh, I've taken a liking to. Uh, good old boys singing Lipsky and Rye. Is that in, of any interest to you as well? No, probably not. Aaron Rye pissed me off. I bet against him a little. So, oh, you bet against him last week? Yeah, yeah. I'm a little little cold on my read on him, but no, I, it's it. That's it for outrights for me. I am very unlikely to play matchups here, just because it's 
I don't, it's not like I've had great luck lately anyway. I've been a little cold with them, but man, like trying to handicap four golfers at the same time, unless there's a price that's just considerably off where I think it should be. I'm very doubtful to play much for matchups, especially daily stuff. I think I will, that will lead me to bet a few more derivatives at this point. Like you said, I like Hadwin Taylor. I, I like Shung Hun Kim and Benny Ann. Those are both on the right side of plus money for top 20. I think, uh, you know, you don't want to take 17 top 20 bets. And you know, <laughs> there's a little bit of negative correlation eventually, but I I feel like I'm going to have three or four of those. So just I'm going to price those out right now. I'm, I'm saying I will bet these at the current prices or better. If, if I can find a better price, I'm only looking at one book right now. But Hadwin and Taylor and then SH Kim and Benny on over about plus 120 on both of those to top 20. Uh, I believe dead heat, those where I'm looking at it, dead heat rules do apply. So, and we oh yeah, have dead heat rules apply, must be off fraction. Okay. So, if I can find some better prices than that, obviously I'll have them, but I did bet those in my head at least. I'm just going to shop after the show. And then maybe a look at a couple other ones. I don't mind Kitayama Montgomery, but even money, uh, not even money, minus 110 to top 10. Or top twenty, I think further down the board. If there are some some bombs that you like, maybe that's another you know decent opportunity to take something there too. Um, God, where's the one? Oh, Higgs Motherman. No, that's that's not. Um, a top twenty long shot. I kind of like Cole. Or how you feel about Mister Cole? But yeah. uh, Samuel, I'm gonna look up uh, Samuel Sanders here. Uh, it's not good. It's not great. Nope. It's been a little. It's been a little iffy, and to be fair, we can give him some leeway. A little newer, but uh, yeah, Cole Sanders top twenty is going to be close to three to one. That's something I might be looking at too. I'll, I'll take a look further down the board, some some longer shots to see if there's some value. Maybe some top forties if I end up in. Uh, I have no idea. I'm going to be in, in South Carolina. It doesn't have legal betting. They do not. Is North Carolina? No. No. It's tough. You know what somebody told me? Um, he was flying from New York to Vegas. And, you know, the map that he had, you have, uh, Delta has this, you know, the map where it says where your plane is. He says when he was over <laughs> Colorado, he was able to legally bet at the Colorado books even being 36,000 feet in the air or whatever it is. That's pretty smart. So, yeah, I don't – like, he swears, and this is not a guy who would bullshit me on this. So maybe if I fly over Tennessee or Virginia, or I'm not sure what the, what the you know, the slope with the angle of the earth. You'll have a little time maybe over Illinois? Illinois, yeah. I think I'll probably be over Illinois. Maybe Indiana, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I'm going to catch one of those three states. You'll catch one of those, so yeah, for sure. I'll see how much time I have to, like – open a uh, using the American air uh, Wi-Fi see if I can open an account real quick at the one because some of those states you, you can't be like oh you can't just use your DraftKings account from the other state you have to open another one here so we'll see how that goes that's that's my last tip for the day is there's a chance that you're able to bet from the air if you're flying over a space because those borders borders uh it's, yeah. it's like how the goal line goes to infinity in football State borders go straight up to infinity. That's how airspace works, guys. <laughs> Geolocators are 
infinite to the sky. So yeah, that's a, a good tip. You don't get that on every show, Andy. You know, this is uh, a unique piece. No, of, uh, of I still, I still haven't tried it. I don't know. Like this guy swears. It makes sense though. He was betting at circuit, uh, circuit Colorado while he was in the air. So interesting to find out. But yeah, I'll, I'll dig into some top twenty prices and some longer numbers. There's a ton of guys down there that. <sighs> Maybe, it's a lot maybe. of one guy that I like and that I don't love the partner. And that's kind of the nature of the event, right? It's just, yeah. you know, because in that same section, like Taylor Moore is playing outstanding golf. Can I swallow Matthew Neesmith here? It's not been great as of late. Now, again, it's typically <laughs> maybe the wrong word, uh, but, you know, it's it hasn't been great outside of, you know, baseline approach is pretty good, but it's it's been pretty rocky. One other team in, I think, not an outright, but to your point, maybe a longer number on a T20 or even a T40 is the uh, Harry Hall, actually Batia team where Batia has been really good from a ball striking standpoint. And Hall is one of the best putters on tour. So, you know, a guy like that, they can just roll it really hot. Like you can get into some, some pretty good streaks if you set up with the right way in terms of alternate shot and and the best ball format. So again, not an outright, but you know, deeper down the board play that I'm going to look a little bit into if I can get a good number, but uh that's about it to me. You're burying the lead here because you're going to South Carolina for a very, very unique uh, experience and probably not, you know, the, the last, because I expect you to go ahead and, and handle some hardware, take down our old friend here, Jeff Feinberg and put him in. Yeah. What spots. if I win the damn trophy? Like I ha- then I have to like join the tour. I think, I think you have to, have you prepared uh, your wife yeah, and I'd, kids for this? Had a players only meeting last, not players only, like the, the tour officials were in there and it's funny. A bunch of players just joined from one zoom call like on one computer or phone from the course, like they're down there grinding practice rounds already. <laughs> you got it. You're burying the lead. You got to tell people what we're talking dead about. Meat. So I will be participating in the professional world putting leagues uh, tour stop this week in Myrtle beach at the Hawaiian rumble. And yeah, there's some, there are some legal books that have odds for this. It's not every state. I think it's Colorado and Indiana are the ones that are letting it. I guess DraftKings and Bet Fred have odds up for this now, but um, in the offshore world, there has been, I think uh, Dave, Dave and Bernsey are having fun with this at Bet Online because they hung, they hung a bunch of different props on this. Like you, you can bet into a ton of goofy stuff. Honestly, I think they had some more stuff up today, but it was a, basically there's a three ball price between Pozzola, Feinberg, and myself. I was favored for a while for God knows why. Um, I have I have no idea why that was happening, but uh, some sharp money came in and Pozzola pushed him ahead for the time being. I still, the, the part I'm enjoying is Feinberg being clearly the dog. You can bet, here. here's, and here's where, you know, I need to make a statement on integrity. You can bet, um, will any of us four plus putt, like ha- take us four or worse on any hole? Well, I have complete control of that. I just I want it on the record that I play to win <laughs> and I will, there will not be any shenanigans. So don't, don't think uh, I'm just going to, and also you'd have to lay, um, it's a $50 max bet at minus 1500. So you'd have to lay 750 to take advantage of that, but that will not be happening. I will be th- maximum two putt. If I have a three putt, I'll actually be a little upset. Um, you can bet me to make the cut. 
any of us, any of us amateurs at two to one. I don't know if that's happening. It's pretty good golfers down there. So yeah, I'll be a little out of pocket this week. I'll try to get all my bets in newsletter should be out a little earlier just to accommodate some of that travel. I won't be able to join office hours Wednesday afternoon. You'll have to get by with just Noonan and Ron over there in the public, uh, the private part of the discord. And then also, yeah, if you, uh, if you're looking to join, if you haven't, gotten yourself a membership you want to get in that members only discord a monthly sub right now still just 20 bucks obviously but it does also go through um the pga championship so if you sign up today you get yourself a major like you and actually you get a couple other decent events as well there's uh wells fargo and byron nelson in there those are very good ones too yeah yeah we, uh, we hit an outright last year at wells fargo I don't remember who won Byron Nelson, but looking forward to this next stretch of golf for sure here. And obviously rate, review, subscribe, like, share, promote, give us some love. Um, if you have any questions, our Twitter handles are on the screen. Uh, if you're listening, it's at AndyMSFW, at RY Noonan, at Betsperts Golf, at PGA Splits 101, at Betsperts Golf, BetsPertsGolf.com. See you next week.